Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about this past week in WWE, which means we're talking about No Mercy, which was an okay pay-per-view. Uh, that's overstating things. Yes, yes, I'm trying to be nice. Don't be. About Raw, which I'll just last say it was bad. Uh, it was better than No Mercy. That's not saying much. SmackDown, which was phenomenal. I really like SmackDown this week. I saw one thing from SmackDown this week. Okay, we'll talk. It was about pretty good, it. though. I, I know, I know what it is. Yes, uh, you do. We might talk briefly about 205 Live. Talking about this, uh, tonight's episode of NXT, and of course, all the other stupid shit going on in wrestling. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. And you know who we're joined as always by Owen. Everybody out there on the internet land, isn't that cool? You mean, it's not cool, but you mean everyone on the internet land? Well, okay, only the cool people on the internet land. We don't, we don't want those like weird jerk jabronis who are like posting on Stormfront or whatever, or like on oh boy. Reddit. He'll turn. Just yeah, I called you out, wrestling Reddit. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck them. But guess what? What? A prowrestling.cool is a real URL, so fuck you, Reddit. True. B, we're streaming live over at Mixler.com slash Zonecast and Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. It's true. It is very true. What else is true is that we are monitoring our chats there and our Twitter at the Heel Turn. So send us your questions and your comments and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. Yo. So, I, after you're complaining at me last week for not playing my copy of it, I... I beat the destiny. Oh, you beat it! Nice. I, I, I beat the destiny too. I mean, you, you've only just begun, but let's start. I don't know if you know this, Owen, but playing that that boss with one person really hard. Yeah, you should have just stayed awake and just beat it with me. Because you know what? I also beat that boss by myself at, as soon as you left, and yo, know, that's really hard. Yeah, it is. But yeah, Destiny's a good game. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm over 300 now, and we still have not done the raid, and I'm not happy about it. I am 205, I want to say? Maybe 207? You're on your way, but uh, yeah, hopefully uh, the weekend, after this upcoming weekend, we're going to do a raid. Whether anyone's ready or not, we're doing it, because I'm Giant Bomb's doing it. And if they can do it, we can do it. Did you see any of the Giant Bomb one? Nope. Good, because you probably want to stay blind. All I know is that they uh, they streamed for eight hours today. They're not done. Jesus. They're not done the raid. Jesus. One, The first room took them like over five hours. It was crazy. <laughs> what? What the hell is this? The raid's crazy if you if you go in blind. I'm just saying that. So, probably by the time you get to the raid, we'll, I'll probably know what to do and be able to help you. So it's not forever, but still. Rough times. It's a weird-ass game, Owen. True. M- maybe uh, you should stream it over on your Twitch channel when you do it. Maybe uh, maybe I'll stream over at Video Shames. Video, Video underscore, Shames. underscore Shames. Nice. Awesome. Anything else new with you? I... Uh, Zelda's a cool game. 
still. You're playing, you're playing the, the Zelda, the Breath of the Wild? Yeah. You've you got to finish that up. Mario's coming. Oh, God, I can't wait. Also, you know what's coming out uh, tomorrow, I believe? No. Uh, a game that will absolutely be on my game of the year list. Uh, new Picross game for the Switch. Oh, okay. How do you feel about the Picross? I prefer 3D to 2D, but 2D is fine. I like both. So I will I will play the shit out of some Picross. Yeah, I'll play it. I mean, I, what else am I going to do? Play... Destiny. I was going to say play more Zelda, please. Yeah. You don't need to collect all those shrines. I don't know. Zelda's really good, though. Yeah. Just so, there's so much shit to do. I can... I just had to give up at one point. Like, I'm not getting everything. But I just, it's, I want to. And it's not even that I want to as much as it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, Zelda is, I feel like, one of those perfect games of just like, I feel like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go over here. And then it's like, wait, what's that thing? Or, and then it's like, all right, I go there. And then, like, somehow I, I go like, all right, cool. I see that. I want to go there. And then somehow I stumble into, like, you know, I decided, hey, I was going to go to a weird shrine that was on top of a cliff. So I tried to wander over to there. And as I was doing that, I found some weird hole thing where there was a big monster in there. So, of course, I was like, what the fuck is that thing? So I killed that fucking monster. It was really hard, but I did it. That sounds like Zelda. It's That game is awesome. I love that game. Holy shit. Yeah, it's real good. If so many other good games were coming out, it'd probably be higher up on my game of the year list currently, but I'm still working that out. Like, I, I feel like I've said it before in talking about Zelda, but, like, I don't really have that much nostalgia for Zelda. Like, me, me either. I like, I like the, the Wind Waker is a really fucking good game. I've never beaten it. Yeah, me either. A Link Between Worlds is a really good game. I have I, beaten it. I did not play that. Link Between Worlds is fucking fantastic. I, I've seen but it. and I'm also saying that as someone that has only sort of played a Link to the Past. A lot of people on the Twitch like to play the Link to the Past. I've heard this. I've heard one Rhythm Bastard, who I believe was on the pre-show tonight, likes to play that game. Yeah, a lot of people, and they play it like all randomized and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah, I should. I should actually play that game. Once. Link to the past? Yep. Well, I probably should as well. There was a there was a point when like all those games were on uh when they released that collection for GameCube that had like the Legend Zelda one, two and uh, Ocarina of Time and Master Quest on it. Like there there was a, a brief period there where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play through all the Zelda games. I'm going to beat them all. It's going to be great. You know, I, I did that with the Metal Gear games. Uh, I, you know, I was like, I'm going to do this to Zelda. It's going to be awesome. I don't think I even beat the first dungeon of Zelda 1. Oh, well, here's a funny fact about A Link to the Past. What was that? It's uh, going to be one of the games on the SNES Classic. Oh, right. Makes sense. Which I'm going to try to get one. Because I never owned a SNES. I currently own a SNES. Nice. I bought it off of a dude on something awful in college. Wow. 
I have a Retron, but you know, then I had to go find a bunch of games, and which I have found some. But if I could just have this little tiny SNES that I can just you know hook up to HDMI and stream, I'm just gonna do that. Yeah, but you could put like anything in the Retron. That's pretty cool. I mean, like true, you know, I with my SNES, it's like I I mean I guess I can play any game. Like I can you know, it's not hard to play import games. It's just. I don't want to actually fuck up my NES or the the internals of my SNES, so I I just do it in Game Shark or Game, whatever it is, Game Genie. Yeah, yeah. My my Retron can just straight up play Super Famicom. It's, well, aren't you fancy? Well, that's how I play Battle Tetris. I'm Owen. I have a console that doesn't have the tabs inside that Nintendo put in as cop as bullshit copy protection. Hell yeah. You know that's you, you know that is the the SNES copy protection to not let you play import games, right? Yeah, I know. It's so dumb! I know. I, I've I've thought about cracking that sucker open and just filing those down so I can just do it, but then I decided it would just be easier to do it on the Game Genie. And I also I almost broke it, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I want to play that. I want to play Super Mario RPG. Uh, some Donkey Kong Country. There's a bunch of games on there. Plus uh, Star Fox 2, which I hear that's okay. Hey, uh, here's a fun little, um, you know, bringing it back around a hero. And uh, you want to know what the only uh, Super Famicom game I own is? Oh, what's that? Mario's Super Picross. Oh, wow. Look at that. I own two. I own Bow Tetris and I own Sanrio World Smash Ball. What's that? It's uh, the Hello Kitty game that Giant Bomb played one time. We kicked the ball. I don't think I've seen that. You should... If you come to one of the PAXs, I bring it every time, and it's so much fun. Alright, then. Alright, well, are you are you done with Game Talk? You want to go into wrestling, or get something else? Video games? What, what, no. Video shames. Video shames. Alright, let's, let's go into wrestling news. Hey John, scooby bop dow wrestle news. That's that's the jingle. You you nailed it. So, uh, what do you think about the Hardy Boys? Come on, Owen. You know what I think about the Hardy Boys. I don't think about the Hardy Boys. Wow. Shots fired. I mean, I guess shots fired, but it's more that like, I I don't I don't like the Hardy Boys. I've I've said the time again, I don't I don't like the Hardy Boys. Just like the broken Hardys. I like them broken. I think that they're interesting when they're broken, but yeah, I don't I don't like the Hardy Boys. Oh good, you don't have to deal with one of them. Because uh, Jeff Hardy has a torn rotator cuff. No He's gonna need surgery. So did you hear WWE's uh, story about this? Rotator plan what? Jeff needs surgery. Sammy, oh god. We'll talk about dental plans later. <laughs> we sure will. <laughs> I made that joke on Twitter immediately after that happened at No Mercy, by the way. I, I'm aware. Good. But yeah, did you hear WWE's story about the, the rotator cuff? Tear? No, I didn't. They're like, oh yeah, he, he got that last week on Raw. No. That's not <laughs> what happened. 
What happened, Owen? He got like back like in the early summer. Oh no! And he's just been wrestling with it because he's an idiot. It sounds like something he'd do. Yeah, they're all the drugs make me feel better. Uh... You know, he's not wrong when he says the drugs make you feel better. I mean, yeah, but that's beside the point. This, the point is, yo, dog, you should go get surgery and fix that shit. Well, he is. he is, so mission accomplished. There you go. Who gets prescribed drugs now? I mean, that's that's usually how they get you, is you, you start with the prescribed ones, and then it's like, oh, man, I want to keep taking these. And then so, punk yells at you. And then you're Mike Kanellis. Speaking of Mike Kanellis, I've got some news about him. What's that, Owen? Did you make that transition on purpose, or no? Yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, um, remember how the the Miz and uh, Maurice announced they're having a baby? They sure did, the It couple. With the It baby. Well, the power of love has also produced a child, because uh, Mike and Maria Canales are having a baby! Power of sex, y'all! I mean, you don't have to be that rude about it. Don't I? Mike and Maria are fine. Who said that they're not fine? Shut up. I'm just stating that that is in fact how you make a baby, is you have sex. Is that how Babby is formed? Uh, look, man, they need to do Wayne Stain Mother. Kill the babbies because these babbies can't freak back. He'll turn. We're not doing this. No, we're not. I regret nothing, but we're not doing this. Uh, how do you feel about Cody Rhodes? I'm truly sorry for his lots. What? Doing more how is Babby for Stop! <laughs> we said we're not doing that. Well, I lied! Well, here's not a lie. How about Cody Rhodes signing a contract with Ring of Honor? Was this before or after he and the Bullet Club invaded Raw? It was before. All right, then. Yeah, by invade, you mean they just were outside and no one paid attention. Yeah, in the exact same way that DX invaded Raw that one time, or Nitro that one time. They stood outside and no one really paid attention. But people yeah. claim it was important. And by people, I mean Triple H. Mm-hmm. Well. Look, man, Cody just wants his name back. Can you blame the man? I, I don't think that's what it was the reason for that. I mean, that's what his stated reason was. He did it because he was in town. He's like, ah, I don't know. Well, a, a yeah, obviously. Yes, I I am fully aware that they were in town doing a signing, like, on the other side of town, so why not just show up and fuck with Raw? Do you want, do you want to hear an interesting thing about this contract? Sure. So no details are out in publicly about the terms of the deal, but I know a little something about it. Oh, really? I know that this is a pretty crazy thing to do in the modern era of wrestling, but he signed on for like three or four years. Hmm. That's a long time. That's a long time. Contracts are usually one to two years. So. That's He's really probably getting a really good deal. Yeah, I don't know how much money, but they gotta be paying him real good. 
or not and you know even if they're not paying him like super amazing or whatever like without a doubt he's going to be getting like some real he's probably getting some real power in this if he's like coming on for this long mhm so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out and if he'll actually get to appear at the Starcade if the offer is still valid John, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there. I don't think the offer was ever really valid. I think it was. WWE will do anything for ratings. You know this. I suppose. I mean, hell, they got me to tune in for a bit of 205 Live before I stopped and went, wait, what am I doing? I read an article that says that more people are watching 205 Live than ever. I mean, they got me to Why? watch a bit of it. Because it's a shit show, and I had to see. Well, fair. Anywho, that's it for wrestling news, unless you got something. Uh, no. Nah. You good? Yeah, pretty much. I can't think of anything. Well, how about I turn the reins over to you, because uh, No Mercy happened on Sunday, and it's a Raw pay-per-view. It sure was a thing that happened. We got a review up on the website it got two thumbs in the middle i disagree with the robot on that one because i personally would have given it a thumb in the middle and a thumb down you should have not liked those couple matches you liked so much i liked those two matches what can i say i didn't like one of them it was a very good match you just didn't like the one thing that happened that was unfortunate well yeah ruined the whole thing for me and in fairness it was really unfortunate. Let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about the best match of the night, which was the tag team match. It between, was not the uh, best match of the night. It was. So, there. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and Sheamus. The Bar. Stupid name. I like The Bar. I think it's a good name. Stupid. They are The Bar. They're stu- it's stupid. It's bad. And also now Cesaro's dead forever. Not dead forever. He's just got to get his teeth pulled out for years. Oh, God. Yeah, that's fucked up. Like, Uh. so, yeah, for those who don't know, uh, they messed up a move and uh, Cesaro flung himself a little too hard into uh, the big, uh, the metal pole there outside the ring. And, uh, yeah. Smashed a couple of his teeth like four millimeters up into his gums. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I, it was bad and it looked painful. And look, man, the fact that he took that fucking hit and he kept not only kept going, but basically didn't skip a beat. Fucking Cesaro is a better person than all of us combined. I mean, he's a Swiss cyborg. He has no feelings. It's just goddamn. And also, holy shit, that white noise into a powerbomb combo. My god. Eh, it was okay. I didn't really look at it because there was so much blood and fucked up teeth. See it, it's really good. I mean, I, I saw it from the corner of my eye. Like, That's probably a cool move, but oh god. Stop opening your mouth. He didn't open his mouth during that. Also, I don't know if you watched Monday. Uh, but he didn't open his mouth there either. I, I did see him not opening his mouth at all, and I thought that was funny. 
But also, Jesus Christ. Ugh. Yeah, Like my, my, my front teeth hurt now, just thinking about it. Yeah. Can't argue with that. I just, I find Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins kind of bland. And I honestly think that they have done a very good job. Uh, like, I, as I wrote in the review, which you go, horse, read at prowrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. I honestly think that they've, that this tag team was, is a brilliant idea because I think that they've done a very good job of making up for the things that we have hated in both Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose all year. Like they've made up for the fact that Dean Ambrose's offense is weak as shit. And he looks kind of like a wrestling, you know, like a wrestling doll. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the fact that now he's fucking doing the Ricky Morton thing. It's just like, being there to do the hot tags, and he's great at it. Meanwhile, Seth Rollins has been having no character whatsoever, and basically just existing to be in relation to Triple H. They've done a very good job now uh, that he has Dean Ambrose to play off of, of like establishing him as like an actual person and character. And I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey in the chat says Dean Ambrose is so boring. Care to comment? I, you know, I I'm not gonna say I disagree, but I think that they're I think that they are doing a good job of rehabilitating both of them. They're I'll, I will totally grant you they're not completely there yet, but the things that they are doing are very good steps. I, I would say the sum is greater than the parts. For sure, yes. But when the sum, uh, when the parts are not that great and kind of cold, kind of makes for a lukewarm dinner. Yeah, fair. So and Ken's where they're going upset about yeah. your comments on Dean Ambrose well, and Seth Rollins? Well, your cat can shut the fuck up. Well, I'm sorry, that was mean to the cat. The cats don't deserve that. But uh, my point is that uh, the direction they're taking them next for TLC. Uh, what is uh, that direction? Kind of a waste. You saw it wrong. For, for TLC, it's going to be the shield against the Mistrage. I hope they're not actually doing that. No, they're 100% doing it. If, they, if they're going to put Roman Reigns and John Cena on a, on a B-pay-per-view, you sure as hell they're going to do this. Especially when they're going to be like, oh, this is... TLC, the anniversary of when the Shield first debuted. Ignore the fact that it was in December then. <sighs> my my problem with this is just, I mean, look, do I really have to say what my problem with this is? It's fucking Roman. Yeah, exactly. Why are they trying to make, make me like Roman still? Just stop it. It's not working. It's never going to work. And also, they should save the Shield reuniting for something big. Yeah. Not the fucking Miz. I love the Miz, but I the and I love Miz. the Miztourage. Don't get me wrong, but this is not this is not the thing. Yeah, but they're gonna do it. Sigh. I, I like I like Core's comment on this. I'm saying the match will end with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins lifting both. Of Roman Reigns' arms and pointing at him. Sure. We got, we got, they got to do the thing. 
And then Seth Rollins and Ambrose have to make a face when the crowd boos. As you do. As you do. Can we talk about the actually best match of the pay-per-view? I mean, we just did, nope. but go on. Talk about the women's match. I can't believe yeah, I'm saying that. the women's that. match was good. I had oh. no expectations for this five-way for the women's title, and yet it was my favorite match of the night. I, I'm not willing to go that far, but I mean, I, look, man, it's, you know, remember the last really bad Ed pay-per-view, Extreme Rules? Mm-hmm. That was a terrible show. It had that Fatal Five-Way, and it was really good. It's almost like Fatal Five-Ways are, are generally very good because, like, it's easy to do something ridiculous and chaotic and fun. Also, Emma was in it. With her terrible music. Yeah, her mu- new music's not great. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this match was great, though. I loved it. The thing happened that I said was going to happen. Oh, really? I said the, I said Alexa Bliss was going to retain, because of she is. It's a multi yeah. match. The champion always retains. And she sure did. Mm-hmm. But the way they got there... I, I'm going to go as far as to say this was Nia Jax's best match ever. Yeah. She really stepped it up. And she looked threatening, and she took some moves and went down. When she came back, the crowd got into it. It, it was awesome. It's really good to see. I enjoy Nia. They played up the dynamic between uh, Sasha and Bailey, which they just need to fucking pull the trigger on already. They really do. Yep. Uh, Bubba in the chat agrees with you, saying that Five Ways have so many people involved, it'll be busy at the very least. Yeah, exactly. Like, when things are that chaotic and that crazy, like, unless it's something, unless it's something like that fucking Elimination Chamber match at, that just, like, went all the way wrong, it's kind of hard to fuck that up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they 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 do tend to find ways. They do. Again, that crazy elimination chamber match with Dolphin, Sheamus, and Mark Henry that went all the way wrong. Oh boy, I, I try not to think about that one. That shit was crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. So Alexa Bliss retained. That was a good match. I liked. It she a lot. sure did. Anything else by from the, pinning uh, Bailey? I mean, of course, she who had Bailey. it coming? She, I mean, she just came back from injury, but she shouldn't even been in the match. Yeah, I know. So, and I thought, oh, it's going to start dissension between Sasha and Bailey. But then you watch Raw, and then it's like, oh, they they won a match together. Oh, okay. Also, uh, Rhythm Bastard in the chat just sent me a link. And, uh, fucking what? Speaking of Bailey. What is it? Uh, here's the headline. Uh, Bailey to compete in the Nintendo World Championships 2017. Sounds about right. I didn't know she liked video games. Uh, Why why isn't Xavier Woods competing? I don't know. He's the video game, man. Also, why do you have, like, food in your mouth? He says nothing as he swallows. 
Still, still saying nothing as he continues to try to swallow. Sorry, I had my microphone muted. The sprite is really good. Okay, what do you want from me? Fair enough. Yeah. See, that's all the good stuff of the show. You want to talk about the bad stuff? There had to be another good thing. What about that story ah. title, though? Shut up. <laughs> can you even call that a match? Yeah, you can. You can call it a really bad match, which I will and did. I mean, two thumbs down, two thumbs all the way down, straight to hell. I mean, it, it got over the thing that uh, that it had to accomplish. It just didn't do it in a great way because it went on too fucking long. I mean, mm-hmm. no, I thought that ending was horseshit. Mm-hmm. That ending was like absolute horseshit. And look, uh, clearly, like we'll, we'll just talk about it now. Like. Clearly, it it seems like Raw, they, based on what happened on Raw, that, like, this is all in service of a double turn, which, okay, maybe that's gonna be okay, but no, I'm, I don't, I don't care. Like, the execution was poor, but I think that it still got over the fact that Enzo's a piece of shit, he's gonna cheat, and he won the belt. It should have been a little faster. Cause you got that shit kicked out of him way too long. You know, I, I feel like, as I wrote in the review, I feel like that there's a way they could have done this much better. Which I, I think that it would have been like I, I feel like the idea that they were trying to go for is like Neville is, you know, incredibly cocky, incredibly arrogant, like is just basically toying with Enzo because he knows that Enzo can't hang and doesn't respect him. And then Enzo catches him off guard and wins because, you know, he just lets his guard down because he's not paying attention. Like, you know, say, for example, when they did the thing where Neville is going to go for the red arrow and you know if he hit that, the match would have been over. But, of course, he pulls the thing of, no, fuck the crowd, I don't want to give you a move that you like, blah, and he doesn't win. Like, if he had just committed, he would have gotten it. Like, and I think that's good. Like, I I appreciate that. What I don't appreciate is that they did all that work. Only to throw it the fuck away with having Enzo kick kick Neville in the dick. As if if there isn't a better fucking, you know... Summation of the cruiserweight division. Well, I mean, that's been his whole thing. He's been cheating the win the whole time. Now, I, I'd be with you. Like, if he would, if uh, the match would have ended with uh, Neville going for that move, and then you know, game rolled up, and then having him grabbing the tights or something, I think that would have worked better, for sure. But I still think they got to the point they wanted to get to. It just was sloppy. It just did nothing for me. Uh, It's understandable. It's Enzo. He sucks. He really does. Uh, What else? From this pay-per-view. You want to talk about the the most exciting match ever? Man versus man? 
I mean, it's it was a sham. Bray Wyatt straight up said, yo, actually, this is not man versus man. This is coward versus God. Oopsies. I'm like, false advertising, fake news, unsubscribe. Ooh, we got lied to. I, I can't believe it. I, I was so looking forward to the first ever man versus man match. I know, right? So unfair. I mean, you're pitting a man against another man. It's like, fucking what? How is that even possible? Revolutionary. And then they threw it away. Because they're like, no, nah, actually, it's coward versus uh, versus God. And guess what? Coward turned out, won. Turns out the coward won. Weird, right? It's almost like Bray Wyatt's completely useless. And makes me go, what the <laughs> fuck's the point of any of this? Because you did the view in reverse and also Finn won both times, so... That's the end of the Well, feud. in fairness, Bray won the first time, remember? When he dumped the uh, the viscous fluid on him? Yeah, but now it's two to one. It is two to one. So it, it's it's over. And uh, actually, spoilers for Raw, it's still fucking going! I, I know, I can't fucking believe this. That's un- Why? Unbelievable. What the fuck are they doing? What do you do next? You want to know what you do next? Like, or what they're going to do next? I, I, I just, I actually don't want, I want the thing they do next to be just go away. Because what you actually do next is you fucking throw Bray Wyatt off of a cliff. Yeah, he needs to go away. He really does. It's just I'm glad he's not terrible. my problem anymore, at least. Remember when he was on SmackDown? Yeah, it was bad. I liked some of it. Like the part where his house got burned down. That's about it. I guess that was okay. Yeah. I mean, he did the dove pose in front of a burning house. It's pretty good. The Miz versus Jason Jordan was not good. I don't give a shit about the match. I care more about the promo that happened afterward. That was especially bad. What was that? I don't know. I really don't know. Was that like, rib to give him a microphone? It, it could have been. Like, I, I can't think of why they did that. Or or who the fuck would write that? Like, they, they, the people like to chant at my dad, You suck. Well, actually, The Miz, you suck. Oh! I can't believe he didn't do also do the O, because that would have been actually kind of good. Yeah, uh, that actually would have been okay. Not going to lie. Yep. That was really terrible. Yeah, it was no good. Jason Jordan actually was the weakest link of the American Alpha. Who knew? Yeah, I guess so. Well, the point of all this is this this is not a good match. Like Jason Jordan again is a good wrestler, but his character is the absolute drizzling shits. Meanwhile, The Miz has wrestled the exact same match for the past year. I literally cannot remember a single spot in that match. I can. What's that? There was the uh, 
his two Jordan's like two amigos version of the Northern Light Suplex. Okay. Because he does that a lot. Mm-hmm. The Miz did all the Daniel Bryan shit. Oh uh, well, yeah. Is that it. Um, and you know the the requisite Miz wins because the Miz Roger gets involved while the referee's not looking. This seems so paint by the numbers. Yeah, it is. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. Well, we could talk about. I don't know. Do you want to talk about the the pre-show? No, because I don't. Because they did it again on Raw, and it was the exact same fucking thing. I know. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm not joking. They did it again on Raw. Oh, I'm just saying, like, so that the audience knows that they didn't do their usual thing of, oh, we'll do the same match again on Raw, but this time the other person wins. No, they didn't even do that. Nope, Elias just won again, which, in fairness, I mean, fucking Apollo Crews, who cares? I mean, yeah, but he's part of the Titus brand, the Titus brand's so hot right now. Come on, man, it's Titus Worldwide, please. Still a brand. Still a brand. This this guy's just not wrestling anymore. Yeah, guess not. I don't know. Probably for the best. Yeah, maybe. He's a good speaker, just not great in the ring. Come on, man, he makes it a win. I mean, his clients keep losing. Well... One of them, at least. The other one seems to be doing fine, but really, can you be fine if you're in the cruiserweight division? Nah. 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 Uh, Core in the chat says that he doesn't get to wrestle anymore after the McMahon incident. Oh, man. And you know what? Fair. Fair. He's not wrong. Hey, John. What's that, Owen? I think we need to talk about the two big matches now. Is is there anything else in the card? I can't think of anything, no. Okay, then talk to me. Alright, let's talk about the two matches that I've been trying to avoid, because, quite frankly, they were the worst two matches of the show. Well, no, there was the Cruiserweight match. Excuse me. WrestleMania-worthy matches. As I put on the, uh... As the descriptor of what that match was, the the Cena Reigns one on the review, it was the WrestleMania-worthy main event that wasn't actually a main event match. Are you talking about the big dog? I am talking about the yard dog versus the the wiener Cena. That's a no one. Did you just come up with that? Yeah. That's pretty good. Thank you. Yard dog, dog of the dog yard. Yard dog, dog of the yard. That should be a theme song. Why does he not? Why doesn't he just get rid of the shield music and he has that? Because he's not smart. I mean, he's good at looking strong. Who isn't good at looking strong? Well, me. Kurt Hawkins. I mean, he's good at looking strong if strong is having a... Okay, we're not talking about that. We will talk about that later. 
But Bob in the chat says that he's not even good at looking strong. No, he's not. Damn. He's really not. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, this match is boring. As I said in the review, which again, read a bit about last, or ProWrestling.Cool, it's a website. Uh-huh. The whole point of this match, as, as I know you know, was to establish the idea that, oh, John Cena, he heard Roman Reigns, he's the new John Cena, he, the torch has been passed. Instead of what this match established is that fucking Roman Reigns is the new Randy Orton. He's bland, he's boring, he has like two moves that matter, and nobody cares about anything else. Like, the crowd is clearly not that into him, but they're going to keep fucking pushing him like he's the biggest fucking thing anyway. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. And also, like Randy Orton, all his matches with Johnny Cena suck. John, John I'm trying to argue with this, but I can't. You're, you're actually correct. S.T. totally is Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. He's got the family lineage and everything, too. He does. And he started off, like, when he was younger, he was, which is weird to say for Roman Reigns, but still, you know, in a, in a hot group. And then he went on his own and kind of fell flat. Kind of is an understatement. Yeah, that, that comparison's crazy. Well done. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this match fucking sucked. Yeah, this match is bad. No good. Like, that that's... Honestly, all there is to say about it. It's just, it was fucking boring. Um, Core in the chat says, The Cena is bland, he's boring. He has, like, two moves that matter, yet he gets more praise than Randy Orton and Reigns combined. And you know why that is? Why is that, Owen? Because he's got the charisma that the kids love. And honestly, I say it is more than he's got the charisma that the kids love, although that is definitely very true, that he does have the charisma that the kids love. I I genuinely believe that, say what you will about, you know, John Cena and his tendency to do five moves of doom or whatever the fuck, like, John Cena is also incredibly talented and, mm-hmm. like, inc- has a very good understanding of the business and, like, how to wrestle. Like, God, watch his fucking match with, like, AJ Styles this year. Like, or many, or, like, a lot of his matches with good wrestlers. God, look at his fucking Rusev matches. Or, like, a lot of the shit that he was doing during the, uh, the US Open Challenge. Like, John Cena is a guy that he may not be the best wrestler, he may not do the most wrestling, but he can rise to the occasion. Like, he can rise to someone else's level, provided that that person is really good. You should see his match with Umaga. It's really good. His last night same match. I can see that Umaga's a cool guy. Like it had, it was the one where they introduced the the thing where the bottom rope came off and John Cena tied up Umaga's feet so he couldn't get up. That was, oh no! That's one of the first times they did that spot. It was awesome. Uh, Bubba in the chat agrees with you, saying Cena can put on amazing matches. A lot of the best 
WWE matches involve Cena. Yeah, like, uh, again, I don't know if I would go that far, but no, absolutely. Like, Cena is very talented and very good at what he does. Does that mean that he's the best? No. Does he occasionally need to push himself more? I would say so, but look, man, he's not like fucking Randy Orton, who's constantly fucking checked out. Excuse me, John. He's got 16 world championships. He does. He's the best. Well... When you put it that way. I mean, he's, when he wins that 17th one, it retires, you know. It's going to be something. Man. What? That is going to happen, god damn it. Yeah, of course it is. Ric Flair even wants it to happen. Ric Flair is the liar who says he's giving up alcohol. Uh, Alright, fine, you got me there. Got me there. Just saying. Yeah, but we're avoiding talking about the actual match because there really isn't much. I mean, what else? What is there really to say? They did the fucking thing that they always do with, you know, these big John Cena matches of everybody kicks out of finishers all the time. Which oh, my really... God. How did John Cena kick out of the RKO? Oh, my God. How did Randy Orton kick out of the attitude adjustment? Only this time it was fucking four attitude adjustments and a couple spears. Uh, speaking of Ric Flair, uh, Corey's question in the chat saying, has John Cena put more time into the company than Ric Flair? And the answer is, uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, totally. Because Ric Flair spent a lot of time in NWA and WCW. Yeah. He actually spent a surprisingly little time in the WWE. Yeah, it was like, it was one year in the early 90s, and then like, what, two years, three years in the 2000s? Mm-hmm. But yeah. But, yeah, when it comes to WWE, yeah, he is absolutely, John Cena's put in more time. But in natural wrestling, Ric Flair wrestled forever. Oh, yeah, clearly, like, Ric Flair is Ric Flair. There's he a wrestled- reason that, like, his 16 titles are very much in dispute because he probably has more. They just don't count his weird shit that happened in Puerto Rico. Yeah, also, remember, he wrestled in Impact. Oh, God. So, yeah, he's been wrestling even after he retired. So, yeah. Ric Flair wrestled a long time. Also, I'm pissed off that... uh, As Ric Flair once said, Ah, God, shit! I mean, you've also said that. Say that all the time. That's your tribute to Ric Flair? Yeah, that's one way to put it. Hmm? But uh, what, I'm saying, what I was trying to say was I'm pissed off that uh, Roman Reigns kicked out of the Super AA. Like, way to totally kill that move. Styles kicked out of it, though. Yeah, but that's actually a big, important match for a championship. And this was a big, important match for proving that Roman Reigns is the yard dog, dog of the yard. Well, when you put it that way, you... Still aren't selling me on it. Look, it's not supposed to sell you on it because fuck Roman Reigns. Like, the fact that they are doing everything in their power to make you want to like Roman Reigns, even though nobody fucking does. Like, it's just pathetic how, how much they don't get it and how much they think that, like, John Cena saying, telling people, oh, no, he's, he's proved himself. He's great. 
as if we don't completely 100% agree with all the shit he said a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all bullshit. Yep. But to be fair, and to its credit, it is nowhere near the level of bullshit of the main event. Please tell me. Fuck that! Fuck Brock Lesnar! Fuck him beating Braun Strowman. Fuck him making Braun Strowman look like a goddamn punk. Fuck Braun Strowman taking one goddamn AA or F5. Oh man, if he took an AA, I would have lost my mind. Sorry, it was an FU. Uh, No, FU. Oh. He'll turn. Oh, and I hated this match. Yeah, I, I know you did. This is a goddamn another yet another fucking Brock Lesnar match. Yeah, that's the part I didn't like. I am fucking sick to death of Brock Lesnar. I want him to go away. Yeah, he he, he's out overstayed his welcome. Like if he just showed up every now and then and killed people, that'd be fine. But he has a universal title, so kind of like. Bringing down the rest of the brand because they can't. It do sure is about great it. having a champion that's never fucking here. I mean, you had Goldberg before this. That was also terrible. Yeah. That was why I enjoyed that WrestleMania match so much because Brock Lesnar killed him. I even said the review, which you can read at ProWrestling.cool, that that's the entire reason that I like. I knew that immediately following that match, I was gonna be pissed that Brock Lesnar has the title. But that's how much I hated Goldberg. They made me want a part timer to have the belt. Then take it from another part timer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was such that was such bullshit. It's but a yeah. draw. Everything's bullshit. Fair, but yeah, if Brock Lesnar just lost the belt and became a guy that came in every now and then and wrecked shit, I would be into it. This title reign needs to end. And you know when it's going to end. It's going to end at WrestleMania. Yep. And you know who's going to end it. Your dog. Yep. Like, that's really all this is. It's just, they're just fucking coming up with excuses, yet more excuses to give it to Yard Dog, Dog of the Yard. I mean, he, he beat the John Cena. And you would think, oh, you should be next in line for a title match, but no, we gotta wait. And also, apparently Finn Balor's never getting another title shot ever again. No, that's not true. I I believe he's gonna be the next one to get a title shot. To delay Roman getting it. I mean, he is owed his rematch. Yeah, either at TLC or at Survivor Series, because Brock Lesnar is not advertised for either right now, but I can't see him not being at Survivor Series. I can. Oh, fuck. Think about it, Owen. No, I don't want to think about it. It's Brock Lesnar. He doesn't need to show up ever. There. I just... I just... I mean, yeah, since we're talking about it, why don't we just talk about, you know, how they followed up with this bullshit on Monday. Uh, so I guess now the way that they're fixing the fact that they made Braun Strowman look like a complete nutter jabroni is now he's just gonna fucking fight Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins or whatever. Who are already in a feud with the Mistrage? 
I mean, they're not, but again, Wait. for all this, why? Hold on. What if Braun Strowman is being recruited into the Mistrash? I mean, I don't know if you saw what happened after Raw went off the air this week, but it seems like Braun Strowman's also being recruited into the cruiserweight division, so... I mean, have you seen how much he weighs? No. Are you going to ask how much he weighs? No. Then he's 205. Shut the fuck up. Live. Nothing is live around Braun Strowman, to be fair. Yeah, when you put it that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that really didn't do Why? much to to fix Braun Strowman in my eyes. I know. That that that's the entire point. Why? Why are they doing this? Because they got nothing else to do. Anything else involved? Because you've talked a lot about my, uh, not my bank, about the No Mercy. Sorry, the the chat is talking about Money in the Bank, trying to figure out if it's a Raw or SmackDown pay per view this uh, next year, and I think it's probably gonna be a Raw one. That would make sense that they just like trade them off. Yeah, I mean, I mean No Mercy you already mentioned was a SmackDown pay per view last year, and it's a Raw one this year. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It would make sense for him to trade it off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, you mentioned it before, but uh, Goldust is a heel again. That's cool. Great, I'm glad great. that they remembered that Goldust was a heel. Yeah, but well, now is he Big Show? Is he just going to mm. keep flipping and flopping? I'd like to hope not. I'd like to. I'm hoping that that was just they needed to tell a story with with you know Bray Wyatt, and they wanted to do this dumb thing about like. The face paint, so they thought, let's just put in Goldust, because... How about I pitch this to you, John? Yeah? What if Goldust is the heel and Dustin is the face? I... Kind of... I don't know. I'd be kind of into that. I mean, it would be something for Goldust instead of, you know, being a jobber who just shows up and fills, you know, whatever hole they need him for. Hey man, he said that line from The Godfather. What more does he need? Is he still doing that thing throughout the movies? Oh yeah, he he did that to uh to Finn. He beat the shit out of him and then fucking said, "Keep your friends close and your enemies closer." Godfather Two, 1976. Did you actually say that last part? Yeah. Fuck. Of course he did. Fuck. Of course he did. Of course okay. he did, man. Come on, it's gold dust. Goldust is still great. I don't care. I don't care that they're doing bad by him. I mean, I do care that they're doing bad by him. Do better by Goldust. What's wrong with you people? But Goldust is great. Mm-hmm. Then he got dropped out. I, it was, I thought it was a perfectly competitive match. That's good. Well, I mean, Finn's unstoppable now, so, I mean, who can yeah. beat him? Exactly. It's, it's fucking Finn Bauer. Like... They're not going to have Finn lose to just anyone. I guess unless that anyone is Bray Wyatt, because he needs to fucking keep fighting him! God damn it. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I don't know. What else was there? 
We talked about Enzo getting killed by everyone. That was great. Uh-huh. And I mean everyone. Yeah, they did that after Raw. I saw that video. So does that mean that everyone loses the title shot opportunity? Um, well, if you watched the opening of 205 Live, Enzo said yes. <laughs> no one's able, no one's allowed to have a title shot now. So he's going to be champion forever. I guess it makes sense when you think about it. You know, I don't think he's wrong. So, what was your favorite part of that final segment where Enzo fucking got killed by every single person? You know my favorite moment. I just wanted to hear you say it. It's when Mustafa Ali went up and wanted to do the 054, and Drew Gulak's like, no, no high flying. And they said, oh, come and on, everybody's please. like, no, come on, man. Just one. Just one. Like, ah, okay, just one. All right, fine, one. Great. Drew Gulak's the best. So, so it was really good. Drew Gulak is the best character. I've been telling you ever since the division started, Drew Gulak's the best person in the Cruiserweight division. The best. It was really good. That's all I wanted to say was I really liked that. He still has PowerPoint presentation. You know what his new addition was this week? What was it? No celebrating. Not allowed to wow. celebrate your wins. Wow. Drew Gulak's the best. What what else happened on Raw, John? I don't know. We talked about that Miz shit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the only other thing I really wanted to talk about from Raw was... Uh, that, uh, they remember the Mick James is a thing. Yeah, it's as if she had a feud with Alexa that never got resolved. And now they're resolving it, and that's cool. This was a really good segment. This was a really good segment. I really like Mick James. They're actually doing good shit with the women. It's confusing. I think it's weird that the whole thing is basically, oh, Mick James, you're old. Mickey James is the same age as Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Mickey James is a year younger than Seamus. She's as old as the storyline needs her to be. I don't, True. I don't, whatever. C- compared to Alexa Bliss, she's old. I mean, compared to anyone... Oh, compared to Alexa Bliss, anyone is old, basically. Plus, Alexa Bliss is a babby. How is Alexa formed? We don't need to go down that route. Uh, Bubba in the chat says, to be fair, Samoa Joe and Chambers are old, too. I and, guess. Uh, yeah. you know, a picture of me cross-armed and then going, I guess, goes here. There you go. Alright, that's, that's all. Those... One of those shows was very bad. One of those shows was okay. They were both three hours, so John. it's kind of moot. John. Tell me about SmackDown. What do you want to hear about SmackDown? Tell me about the one segment that I watched that was really good. Jinder Mahal. It was a picture of of Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh my god, I was right. It was the picture. It was the Jinder Mahal segment. I was right. 
I thought for sure you were talking about the Rusev segment. No, I didn't see the Rusev segment. I saw, No, I saw the fucking... No, of course I watched the Nakamura segment. Because it played one of our favorite jokes of the year that, that it happened. Like two you years mean ago. the dot coolest moment of 2015? It was 2015? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, Jinder Mahal came out and says, oh, I kind of went too far, but fuck it, I'm going to keep doing shit. Look at this picture of Nakamura. <laughs> and by the time we got to the third one, uh, the picture started moving. <laughs> it was really good. It was not a picture of Nakamura. It was actual Nakamura. It's just like, oh, look at this jerk. <laughs> and then he just like starts bending his fingers and shit. They just did the head bob. Like, Wait a minute. The head bob was the best. I I put a gif of the head bob over at ProWrestling.cool in my bat last night article. I, I feel like the head bob was the, was the time when they started re- noticing, like, wait, oh, God, it's him! Yep. And that was the best. Uh-huh. And then he came out and he, uh... He killed everyone! He the fuck out of gender. Because he deserved it, because fuck him, he's racist. Fuck gender. I wish this title reign would end. We all do. Okay, no, the people of India don't. It's true, but the, the people of India seem to very much like their Canadian champion. Yeah, but the the level of mediocrity coming from Ginger's matches is just uh it's. I wrote it about last night. I think the Universal Title is more prestigious at this point, and that's fucking sad because Brock Lesnar has it. Yep. But yeah, Ginger is just doing a bunch of damage. I think it's the weakest belt in, in SmackDown. I think the women's and the tag belts are more important. Yeah, this, I can get behind that. This match isn't even going to be in Hell in a Cell because this feud is just so lame. It's a real bummer. And also, Kevin Owens straight up admit, uh, straight up said out loud that him and Shane are in the main event. Of course, of course they, they are. are. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, gender. As we said, man, gender is th- the only reason gender is there is to sell to an audience that is not us. The problem uh, is that he is, you know, they've taken the jobber out of the division, but they haven't taken. I don't. I don't have anything. I. The division out of the jobber doesn't make sense. He still wrestles like a fucking jobber. That's the point. He sucks. Uh, Bubba says statistically, the people of India want him to go away too. Okay, I'll take it. There you go. Good. I still like. I still appreciate that they did a reference to it's a picture of Sting. <laughs> I know, right? And that's so why. Good. That's why I titled my about last night that it's not a picture of Shinsuke. <laughs> So what else happened on this, this Smiggity Smackdown? I, I heard that the the Edge Styles was there. John, let me let me tell you about the Edge Styles. He was on commentary. What? He wasn't. Oh well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. He did. He didn't want none of yeah. wrestling. Yeah, but we got Baron Corbin. Great. He wrestled Ty Dillinger again. Yeah. 
Man, they really have nothing for Ty to do, huh? Oh, uh, he's looked fucking great in this match, though. Well, that's good. He looked real good. I'm, I'm glad. Fuck yeah. Love and, you, Ty. And Baron Corbin used his, his own thing against him. And I was like, that's, that's funny. And I get it. That's funny. Because uh, Baron Corbin's on the outside, and he got knocked over to the announce table where AJ Styles was, and he's like, oh, you have this, this uh, cup of water. I'm going to throw it in your face. No! And Styles like, ah, I, I didn't want none. Now I'm going to kick your ass. And then Corbin's like, how? Ashley, here, take this Ty Dillinger. I'm going to throw at you and throw you both over the announce table. No, no! And then he got back in the ring, and Ty could not answer the 10 count. Great. The 10 count was used against them. That's what the crowd gets for saying everything's a 10. And now we got counted out. I don't like this. And then Baron Corbin's like, ah, oh, I'm not, not going to use short cuts. I'm going to just challenge you to Hell in a Cell for the title. And now that's our match. Don't really want none. It's not a triple threat. It's just Corbin and Styles. Which... Feels like this feud's been going on forever. I think it's because the, it has. I think this is the only the second time these two are having a one-on-one match. But anything with Baron Corbin goes on for way too long. Because Baron Corbin is there. Actually, it might be the first time they have a one-on-one match. Because they were supposed to have one last week, and then it never happened. Oh, right. So I don't... It's fucking crazy that this feud feels like it's been going on forever, but they still haven't had a match. Wild. What else happened on the down of smack? Also, uh, Bubba in the chat asks, can someone explain Baron Corbin? I don't get it. My answer is... Don't look at me, dude. Me me either. I don't get it either. I've been trying to figure out Baron Corbin for years. This feels like something mistaken would like. Oh, no. Don't 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 invoke that Not on this show, please. <laughs> um, hey, remember the hype bros thing I said about last week? We're like, oh, they're gonna turn heel. Yeah, I do. Or well, I remember you saying that you want them to do that. Yeah, the thing that I didn't want to happen is gonna happen. What's that? They're gonna break up. What? Because they fought the Usos. Well, first the new day came out. And looked like they were wearing pajamas. As you do. And they sat front row in the crowd, eating bootios, watching the match. As you do. And then the hype bros had had a miscommunication on a tag and they argued. And it cost them the match. No. So they're they're gonna break up and I'm not happy because we need tag teams in this division, please. Yeah, I'm not down with that. Yeah. I mean the the colognes don't exist anymore. Really? I mean, I, we haven't seen them. Huh. When's the last time they were on SmackDown? I, it's your show, man. Like Not mine. Months. But yeah, I, I actually hadn't even thought of that. Where the, where the fuck did they go? I don't know. That's weird. Are they were... I don't know. They're not even like showing up in the uh, the Fashion Files stuff or anything. Has there, has there been a Fashion Files lately? Well, John, one of my bullet points up here is, says, in all caps, FASHION FILES! Tell me about the Fashion Files. They're next week. 
God damn it! <laughs> uh, but, uh, let me get back to the, the tag match, though, because, uh, the Usos went out to the New Day and said, yeah, that's where you belong, and, and on the sideline. In the penitentiary. Well, no, they're not going to do the penitentiary. Why do you keep asking for the penitentiary? I want the Uso penitentiary match. Well, John, what if I told you that Xavier said, well, we have this, this tag title rematch at Hell in a Cell, right? I don't want to have it at Hell in a Cell. I want to have it in Hell in a Cell. So they're going to tell, turn the cell into the use of penitentiary. Exactly. Good. So you get what you want. I, I do. Usos versus the New Day inside Hell in a Cell. That's going to be great. Inside the Uso penitentiary. This is awesome. I'm, I'm very excited because that street fight they had a couple weeks ago was phenomenal. So give them another playground to play in. I'm all in. Let's do it. Um, Carmella and Charlotte Flair had a match. Have you been nope. Keep, have you been keeping up with Carmella? Fuck no. Well, I'm very much into what she and uh, Ellsworth are doing. Uh. Because Ellsworth is now on a leash. What? Ellsworth's on a leash that she carries to the ring. What? And before the match, she tied him up to the the ring post. It's really funny. What? 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 <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> it's it's great. I love it. Anyway, Carmella and Charlotte actually had a good match. I can't believe it. Carmella actually looked really good. Like she put in some work. And then she got booted in the face. Okay. He lost. And then now he said something about Charlotte's dad seeing her lose. I, whatever. That part's not important. James Ellsworth was on James a leash. James Ellsworth on a leash. Because that's their relationship now. Weird. I'm way into it. Also, Bubba in the chat from the last segment asked. How many tag teams are there on SmackDown that aren't jokes? And the answer is... Two. There's two. No, no, no. There's three. Because Chad Gable and uh, John Benjamin. They're not a joke. So three. There you go. Hey, John. Yes, Owen. How do you feel about The Undertaker? He's retired. I told you, Undertaker showed up. What? Oh no, sorry, I I misread this on my notes. It says Dolph Ziggler comes out to Undertaker's entrance. God damn it! You know what the best part about this was? The crowd was not happy. No, even better. When the gong went off, no reaction. Wow. Because they fucking knew it. <laughs> they knew it was Dolph, and they didn't bite a single bit, and it's amazing. Okay, that's pretty good. I loved it. 
and Dolph had the had the old Alf, the whole outfit, and what the best part was that uh, he actually had Undertaker's jacket, so it was looked like he was a, a tiny kid in a big coat. As he did, and uh, yeah, and then his, his response was, "What you thought you were going to see the Undertaker more than one time a year?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you got a point." He's not wrong. But yeah, he was talking about blah, blah, blah. No one could do what I can do in the ring. Blah, blah, blah. And then a piano started playing. Oh, dear. And this segment became glorious. I just... Why? Why is he a baby face? Because they need to introduce the crowd to Bobby Roode and get them behind his theme so that when he turns, it's even better. Remember, they're already behind his theme. Everyone's behind his theme. They're just rolling with it for now, and then they're going to make the turn even better. Because remember, he's, they're ignoring most of the stuff he did in NXT, because a lot of people don't watch it. I don't understand why, considering, as you said, they did that video package a couple weeks ago. Right. Look at all the shit he did in NXT! He's it's, a dick, right? Yeah, but it's fine. This is fine. It's giving him a good starting feud. Just, just roll with it. You got to tell Ziggler that Hell in a Cell is going to be absolutely, and crowd also said glorious with him. I'm glad Bobby Roode's getting to do shit, okay? Just let me have this. He was not on the past few weeks. That's fair. Bobby Roode. So, uh, let's see what else happened on uh... Also, the man with the best name ever. Aside from, you know, Richard Blood. That's a pretty good name. How did he fucking change that to Ricky Steamboat when he has the best fucking name on the planet? Steamboat's pretty good. Look, Ricky Steamboat's a good name, don't get me wrong, but he was born Richard Blood. You know, it's PG. He's Dick Blood, man! (laughs) It's PG. You're not allowed to have blood. Dick Blood! You need to stop saying that. Dick blood! Well, how about I distract you by telling you that there was a Rusev segment? Did Dick Blood show up? No. It was the Pride of Bulgaria celebration. Okay. Because he beat Randy Orton last week in nine seconds, remember? I do. So, they had a, uh... A podium, a, a pedestal set up that looked like the Bulgarian flag. They had the mayor of his hometown there. Aww. And, as the MC of the whole thing, Aiden English. Sure. Who sang the Bulgarian anthem as Rusev came out. <laughs> That's pretty good. And he stood on the pedestal while the while the uh, the mayor of his town was... Accolade, talking about his accolades in Bulgarian, and then presented him the key to the city. Aww. In fucking Arizona, this happened. Amazing. And the mayor pronounced, uh, announced that uh, that day was officially Rusev Day. Yay! And Aiden English even had a song dedicated to Rusev for Rusev Day, and he started singing it about how he beat Randy Orton and how he's the best. 
And right in the middle of it, Randy Orton RKO'd him. Of course he did. Fucking spoil sport. And then he RKO'd Rusev. Fucking spoil sport. Wait, what? sorry, let me rephrase that. Fucking Roman Reigns. Yeah, but uh, what was great was they showed Randy Orton backstage later, and he just went up to Renee and says, Hey, uh, tell, uh, tell Rusev whenever he wakes up, uh, happy Rusev day. What a dick. He's a real asshole, but it's pretty good. I I, I put the whole segment in my about last night because you need to watch it. It's very good. And uh, Bubba has a comment about your uh, your dick blood thing, actually, surprisingly. What's that? Didn't Steamboat play babyface like 90% of his career? Richard Blood would be a pretty bad name for a face. Yeah, but he's Dick Blood. You know what? Fair enough. Now for the main event segment of SmackDown, which uh, actually starts with the opening segment. Yeah, I was about to say, wait a minute, did you watch the main event this week? No, that's a Raw thing. Also, there's Cruiserweights. But yeah... So, uh, two of five pre taped. The opening promo uh, was Kevin Owens ex- pretty much explaining hey, uh, I meant it when I said I respect and actually like Vince McMahon. So, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, did what I did to him, and he's someone that I like and respect, just imagine what I'm gonna do to you, to Shane. Got a point there. I'm like, wow, okay. Very fucking cool. And then you got interrupted by Sami Zayn. Oh, God. There's a Zay, I'm a character. Look at me. Look at me. He's all like, hey, remember when you asked me to be that referee and I wasn't? I guess it's all my fault, huh? No, he tried to talk to him. He's like, what are you even doing? Like, you've never gone this far over the edge before you are you've totally snapped and you need to stop or else you're going to destroy yourself and your family and everything in your career and then kevin owens like hey hey guess what i signed the wwe two and a half years after you i've held the intercontinental title twice i've become universal champion i won the u.s title at wrestlemania you've done Nothing. Not wrong. And Sammy Zane even said that you're not wrong, but the difference is I can actually look myself in the mirror and not see a, a pile of garbage. Because I do things the right way. And eventually my day will come where I will do I will, you know, get there, but I'll do it in my, on my terms. Arguably irrelevant. Yeah, but Sammy Zane's like, hey, remember the remember my character where I'm like I always do the right thing? It's still me. I do. It's just sad that WWE doesn't respect that. Yeah, but it's, it's at least or sticking rather to Vince it. doesn't. Still sticking to it at least. So give him that. I I do. I definitely do. Anyway. Yeah. So um, yeah, Brian comes out in the middle of this and says, "Hey, uh, remember all the advertising where for SmackDown were like I was also a likable babyface once." No, but he was like, I hey, remember all that advertising for SmackDown saying, how ah, will Shane respond to Kevin Owens? 
Yeah, Shane's not here. <laughs> wow. Also, he might not even make it to the show. But someone who. D- d- but uh, Sami Zayn's there, so we can have Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn's the main event. Card subject to change. Which they dubbed first time ever on what? SmackDown Live. Fuck off. Yep. That was my thought, too. When they, they said on TV, I'm like, oh, fuck off. We've seen this match a thousand times. Come on. Anyway, the match happens in the main event, and uh, guess what? They cut away to in the middle of the match. That is, I bet it's Shane showing up. It sure was. What? I can't believe it. Do you know how? Where did he come from? Airport. I don't know. You want to know how this match ended? Sure. What if I told you that Kevin Owens says, "Hey, I have this move where I murder people forever." I'm gonna. Do I've it. heard this about him. I'm gonna pop. I'm gonna power bomb you onto this ring apron, and now you're dead. Uh oh. Which he did, and then the referee called for the bells. Like fucking dead. He killed them. I'm glad that the pop up power bomb to the ring apron is still like the the end move. Yep, and Kevin Owens. The, just- your shit is wrecked. Move. Kevin Owens just sat on the, uh, the announce table like with like a kind of like glazed over look on his face. As you do. And uh, the people, the, the officials helped Sami Zayn up and uh, helped them over to the ramp. And Kevin Owens was like, well, actually, no, fuck this. And ran over and clobbered Sami Zayn. As you do. And then said, hey, remember when I did that thing to Chris Jericho that made him go away forever? Except for that one week that we don't talk about. Never happened. He went and grabbed a steel chair and put it around Sami Zayn's neck. And was going to ram him through into the ring post. That's a really fucked up thing to do. Oh, boy. And then Shane's music interrupted. So Ashley, and Shane was at the top of the ring going, no, that's, actually, that's not going to happen. He didn't have a microphone, though. So he didn't actually say it. He just ran out and was like, I'm going to fight you if you do that. Yeah, he ran full speed down the ramp. And, and you know what happened? He tripped. No, even better. Kevin Owens took Sami Zayn and threw him at into in Shane's way, so Shane ran like as fast as he could right into Sami Zayn, killing him. That's really good. Yep. Oh, uh, Kevin Owens is such a dick. This is great. Yep. Pretty much decapitated Sami Zayn with that. And then Kevin Owens ran out into the crowd and stood up top of the steps, just staring at him and yelling. Later, fuckers. So that was the end of the show. It was great. I love this feud. It's so good. It's good. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to this match. It really is the main event. That, that's Smackdown. Damn right it is. That's Smackdown. I give it a thumbs up. I like it. Alright then. You got, you got something for me for uh, a little XT that happened tonight? No. Nah, I don't know. Next, he happened. Yeah, I know it didn't. Uh, let's do it quickly, as I'm very hot and I'm very tired. Okay. It's currently 87 degrees in this room. That's the beauty of podcasting. You can't have 
fans on because it makes blows into the mic and makes it terrible. What the fuck, man? It's supposed to be fall. Why is it so hot? I I don't know, man. I was I was in ninety degree weather on a Sunday, and I I think my sunburn's kind of going away, but it still was bad. Dear God. Hmm. Anyway, so uh, this week's NXT begins with uh, Sanity taking the ring what? and being all like, "We're Sanity, rah!" What? Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying because your notes didn't say that, so that threw me off. It did. It doesn't say it. You're right, but I, I remembered that it happened. It the episode literally begins with Sanity taking the ring, so that Eric Young can like basically say five words about how he's going to kill Adam Cole in the main event. It was Nikki Cross there. Yeah, they were did, all there. Did she bite the ropes? Um, no. She Aww. just was like, you know, running around the ring all like, all like ah, I'm crazy. Yeah, I'm happy and crazy. Confirmed. Yeah. You know, Nikki Cross style. Mm-hmm. Alexander Wolf had one of the belts. What? You know, Alexander Wolf, he had one of the belts. Oh, yeah. oh, you mean Junkrat? Yes, I did mean Junkrat primed and ready. There you go. That's better. My mistake. Anyway, uh, but the first match of the show was our good friend Lars Sullivan. Oh, you mean uh, WWE 2K18 DLC character Lars Sullivan? I do mean WWE 2K18 DLC character Lars 18. See, <laughs> so you also fucked it up the same way I did. What the hell? What happened? Six- it's a bad video game. It's a bad video game. Even our friend Oscar is having regrets about it. Thank God. No, but the thing is, because the 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 um, the season pass is still thirty bucks, and you're getting half the characters you got last year. Wow, really? Yep. That's fucking crazy. It's it's two K. But hey, you get the accelerator pack. Oh boy, so exciting. Fucked up. What did Lars Sullivan do? He had a match against Oni Lurkin, actually. I like Oni Lurkin, but also he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's he fucking died. This was not a squash match, but it was not very long. But Oni Lurkin was at this hot feud with the hell's his name, Danny Danny Birch, Birch, who after Lars Sullivan beat the shit out of him, showed up and it was all like, hey. You leave my friend alone. What the fuck's wrong with you? Oh, they're friends now. Cool. They're friends now. Yeah. yeah. Friendship. Great. Man, I want them to be a tag team. Just strong, solid shit out of people. That'd be great. I'd be down with it. Actually, yeah, you know, this you match know, is really good. Only Lorcan's still fucking great. You know what I would be down for, though? What's that? Lars Sullivan versus Only Lorcan and Danny Burch in a handicap match. Sure. Looking for, uh, for... Uh, take over uh, Houston. Let's go. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's, let's go. And they've already announced the what one of the matches for TakeOver Houston is. What was that? Uh, that will be the match to determine the new women's champion. Alright. Uh, Kyrie Sane versus somebody. Kyrie Sane uh, versus three other people to be decided uh, over the, the next few weeks. Oh, that's cool. In a fatal four-way. I hope Amber Moon's not in it. I guess we'll see. You want to talk about someone who might be in it, though? Peyton Royce. 
No. Although they did actually announce that uh, the the iconic duo wants a rematch against uh, Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross, and Ruby Riot was like, "She's not Nikki Cross isn't my fucking friend." What? Yeah. Is it is it gonna happen? I don't know. Probably. I hope so. But you want to talk about someone that might be one of those three ladies? Uh, is, is it Liv Morgan? It's your favorite Liv Morgan! Fuck! I didn't even look at the notes when I guessed that. Now I'm sad. She had a match this week. I mean, the only positive thing I can give Liv Morgan is that she seems to be fr- like good friends backstage with uh, Dakota Kai. And I like really? Dakota Kai a lot. Yeah, Liv, Liv Morgan's okay. No, honestly, Liv Morgan just reminds me of like girls you've dated. I was gonna say the Bella twins, but oh sure. wow, okay. That's, I don't know if that's worse or not, but I'll take it. Just the way that she wrestles reminds me a lot of like Brie when we thought that Brie was getting better before it became very clear that no Brie's just. Breeze peaked and she's not good. Did she yell uh, live mode? She did not. Oh, okay. She'll get there. She will. I don't know. She's, she's fine. What, what'd she do? I like her theme song. It's just like a lot of her moves are, are, I feel like they're just like very basic. They're not bad per se. It's just like, you John, know. What? You gotta tell me who she fought. Oh, I'm sorry. I You said what did she do? So I thought. Yeah, that's what did what she you do? Who did she fight? Uh, Vanessa Bourne. Oh, okay. Of the the Mae Young Classic. Yeah, Thank she, you. She won a uh, match on NXT to qualify for the Mae Young Classic. Did she now? Hmm? Well, she didn't win this match. Well. She's good, though. I don't know. I, I don't really have much of an opinion on her, but she seems good. Yeah. That's why a lot of the women in the tournament were, really. Nice. What? I I like I like Liv Morgan's theme. Fuck off. I like her theme. It's a good theme song. What can I say? Not Doesn't mean she's great, but it's a good theme song. Sure. I I don't think I've even heard the new one yet, so whatever. It's catchy. Good. Uh yeah, this this match was fine, I guess. I, I don't, yeah, Liv Morgan's not great. Nope. Did she qualify? D- no. Okay, because you said one of the people that could be in the match, so I was like, oh god, did she qualify? I That's what I was thinking, was that she was going to qualify, and then instead Mara was like, maybe she'll be one of the women in the match. I was like, oh, so I guess this wasn't deciding? Good. Good. But anyway... Yeah, uh, she won. Or I don't. Have, have you seen her finisher? Ask me what I know about Liv Morgan. What do you know about Liv Morgan? Oh, she's stupid. Then she's from New Jersey. Mean. Bad wrestling. That's all I know. Her finisher is she like jumps into your arms and like she makes it look like they're gonna like grab you and throw you, but then. She comes down in like a fucking code breaker style thing. It's dumb. 
Oh, I see. I thought her finisher was she's gonna force you to pump. Uh, she's not gonna let you to pump your own gas, and then you uh, get confused and die. Ha 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 ha. Her yeah, basically her finisher is like it's it's like when Adam Rose was using the party foul. Uh huh. Like that cool. weird DDT that looks like the other person is doing all like the person that's taking the move is doing all the work. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a great look. Yeah. Great. It's, it's so it's perfect for is what you're saying. I guess. What else happened on the NXT? What else happened? Indeed. Hey, do you remember Fabian Eichner? What? Yeah. Who? Uh, you may remember Fabian Eichner as part of the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. No. Okay, well, he was. Just take my word for this. He fought and lost to Jack Gallagher. What? Yeah. Why? Why did he lose to Jack Gallagher? No, why did this match happen? Jack Gallagher's not in NXT. No, I'm saying he lost to Jack Gallagher in the Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, I think he lost to Jack Gallagher on this episode. I'm like, fucking what? No, man. He fought Cassius Ono. Now I'm even more confused. Okay, let me explain this to you. Fabian Eichner. Yeah, 205-pound guy. Fought a He's guy back. with a gut. And also, he's not 205 anymore. What? He's he's put on a lot of weight. Oh no, he's fat man versus fat man? He's not fat. He's he's buff. Okay. Also, I don't know if you know this about Fabian Eichner. He was trained by Alex Wright. What? Yeah. D- does he do the dance? He does not do the dance. Fuck, why even get trained by Alex Wright if you're not gonna Cause do he dance? does like all of the other crazy shit that Alex Wright does and holy fuck! Okay. Fabian Eichner is fucking amazing. So you're saying I should pay attention to this kid? You should pay attention to this guy. Holy shit, dude. Like, he had a bunch of crazy fucking moves. Like, he was, like, jumping off, like, the fucking top rope and doing, like, crazy moonsaults and shit. Fabian Eichner is fucking awesome. Great. He's so cool. And, yeah, he had a really great match with Cassizona. Surprising. I like Cassizona a bunch. Cassizona won, which is kind of weird for a dude that they're re-debuting to lose, but, you know, they made him look like a fucking million bucks in, in losing, so fuck it, man. Great, I'm going to go back and watch that then. Yeah, you should watch this match. Everybody should watch this match. This match was, this might be one of the best matches of the week. Okay, I think I going to say of the year, and I was going to say, I'm going to fight you. Oh, no, 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 I'm not that crazy, but... Yeah, this is probably, of all the wrestling that has occurred this week, I'd say that this is probably the best match. That's not a high bar. Nah, maybe not, but considering that there's been something like 10 hours of wrestling this week. I mean, you haven't watched this, episode, this week's episode of Lucha Underground, so you don't know. Is that show still on? I think it's almost done. Oh, that's good. I think they're like an episode or two away from Ulta Lucha or something. Good. They, that, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I do. I need to get back to watching it. But, I mean, 
as I've said on the show before, everything that has happened with AAA and, like, all of the people in Lucha Underground has made me very unenthusiastic to keep watching it because it's like, well, the show's going to not be around next season anyway, and it probably shouldn't be around next season. Fair. Anyway, want to talk about the main event? And I'm assuming that is Eric Young against... Uh... Adam Cole, baby! Does he have a theme song? Uh, yes, he does. Does it yell baby? Uh, in fact, I, I don't quote me on this because I could be wrong, but I am pretty fucking sure that his song does begin with him yelling Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> Perfect. They did it. They, they, I'm pretty sure they did it. They did it. Great. Awesome. I'm going to look it up while you tell me about this. I'm going to see if I can find it. Yeah, this match is good. Like, I, I honestly don't really know what to say about this. Like, Adam Cole, he's good. That, that's all you got? Eric Young, I like him. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, Adam Cole just doesn't really do much for me yet. Oh, man. In the, in the middle of the match, does he yell Adam Cole, baby? No, he didn't. He didn't. Uh, they, he did have. They did open the before the match. He cut a promo though, with uh, flanked by Fish and O'Reilly, mm-hmm. where he talked about how they are undisputed and it is their era. Huh? Funny that. I get it. Because their their group's name is the Undisputed Era. I know. It's a joke. Oh well. You'd so deadpan it that I didn't realize that you were you were being facetious. So fuck you. How about that? Well, fuck you. I'm 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 pulling up this entrance of Adam Cole. And I'm gonna see if it actually yells Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, I. I... Young Classic, Kyrie Sane will make Here. Oh, they're they're announcing that Fatal Four Way thing. Yep. Those are a bunch. I like those three silhouettes. They're exactly the same silhouette. They are. It's Lady Abeyance. Wait, there's no yelling. Man. Maybe it was just someone in the crowd yelling Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, I'm not happy about this. Do not yell Adam Cole, baby. So you lied to me. Okay, I was wrong. It was just someone in the crowd yelling Adam Cole, baby. That's why I was. I was said, don't quote me on it because I wasn't certain. Well, I quoted you, and now I'm disappointed. Well, there you go. That's what happens. It's your own fault. I had it coming. So yes, it was just someone in the crowd yelling it. He needs to yell it more. I mean, Moro yelled it. I mean, he yells everything, though. And Nigel has yelled it before. As you do. As you do. Yeah, that's basically it. Who won? Um, Adam Cole, who do you think? Baby? Yes. Spoilers, the... The big signee won his debut match. I meant to say, if you're saying debuting guy, uh, hello, Fish and uh, O'Reilly both lost their debuts. That's true, they did. So, you know, nothing is guaranteed. 
Just saying, it was not as much of a slam dunk as you're making it. Yeah, and you, you're right. I actually completely forgot that, that Fish and O'Reilly lost. Sure did, but lost to Alistair Black. That guy sure is cool. Though, I mean, in fairness... What? That was before they debuted as Fish and O'Reilly. But they still debuted and they made a big deal out of them coming to NXT. Yeah. So And yeah. also Alistair Black. Hmm? Hey, speaking of, one last thing before we uh before we're done talking about NXT. Alistair Black cut a promo. No. Stop talking. No, I like him talking. I haven't heard him talk. Does he sound very solemn? Yeah, pretty much. He was all, like, philosophical and shit. I really like the promo that he cut. I didn't, because he's basically talking about how he doesn't give a shit about the Velveteen Dream and he's just going to ignore him. Uh Uh-huh. I don't like that he used Velveteen Dream's power word. I thought that was not cool. What, what, what did he? What did he say? Called him Patrick. Oh, don't. Yeah, exactly. No, don't call him that. Man. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, Patrick thinks he can be like he's interesting by being weird." I don't care. Like, don't. No, come on, man. That sucks. I'm sad now. Wait, yeah. Way to end this episode on a down note. What? Give me something positive. Adam Cole, baby. There. No, a little more enthusiasm. Adam Cole, baby. You nailed it. NXT, how many thumbs? And where are you One. One thumb up? Actually, no, two. Hey. Main of, you know, I'm sure that the maybe I'll watch the main event again and, and see if my opinion on it is different. Actually, wait. I, I remembered a couple other things that happened. There was a really fucking long promo by Roderick Strong. I wonder how you forgot that. Right? Damn. I, I even like it. Roderick Strong. That, that was mean. They also announced that Johnny Gargano is going to fight Cian Almas again in two weeks. Fuck yeah, I want to see that again. I do too. Then they also announced that match that's going to happen next week that I can't remember. Great. Good, good job with your notes. Is I mean, it's going to happen next week, so who cares? All right, fair enough. John, let's, let's sign off. All right, this has been Heel Turn, a production of ProWrestling.cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. It's a website, go to the website. That's all I got. Yeah, we got the review up for uh, No Mercy. We've got My About Last Night up. We've got, uh, as always, hot takes from our, our friend Michael. And, of course, uh, statistics about all the wins and losses for the year for your favorite wrestlers. So, check that out. John, also, don't forget that they can actually uh, pay money. They can, by going to prowrestling.cool and clicking on our Patreon link. Or, they can go to the Patreon directly at patreon.com slash pwc. There you go. You got it. Uh, Fun announcement about that, John, is that... uh, we have a subscriber who signed up for the tier where we put out a monthly exclusive podcast. Hold free. on, Owen. Are you saying that we're going to start doing 
in an exclusive podcast exclusively for Patreon subscribers. A premium podcast. Are you su- even suggesting that we may or may not be releasing the first episode of said exclusive podcast next week? I mean, unless something bad happens, probably. And are you saying that the only way that you can listen to these exclusive podcasts is by going to patreon.com slash PWC and giving us $9.99 a month? I mean, you can. You don't have to. You can give us a dollar if you want. But you're not going to get the podcast unless you subscribe to the high tier. That's what I'm saying. John, would you like me to let people know what that premium podcast is? Or should we just, you know, save it? I say we save it until next week. All right. Fair enough. So stay tuned next week when we reveal what we're doing for that podcast. It's going to be real dumb. I'm looking it forward. always is. I'm really looking forward to it. So th- thank you to our Patreon subscribers for giving us this opportunity. I know, right? Um, anyway, yeah. uh, you know, there's other stuff that you can do. You can... Uh, Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWDOTC. You'll find us on Twitter at The Heel Turn. You can uh, listen to us live every Wednesday starting at 9 p.m. Eastern over at uh, mixer.com slash zonecast and twitch.tv slash ozone online. Yep. Also, speaking of uh, you know the Twitch, our subscriber in the chat just said, oh boy. Oh boy! I don't know if it's a excited oh boy or a cautious oh boy. I'm going to say that he may or may not be Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap. Oh shit, Scott Bakula backs us? Oh boy. Perfect. Alright. Let's Quantum Leap through the rest of these uh, plugs. You can find me on uh, Twitter at the underscore ozone. Find me on Twitter at IamJohnGM. That's it. We'll be back next week with another exciting episode. You know what else is next week? It's us playing more Destiny. Oh, well, yeah, obviously, but that's not part of the podcast. I'm going to have my predictions for Hell in a Cell. Who's Hell, Hell in a Cell's next Sunday? What? Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, it's my turn. It's my turn to make the predictions and be wrong. What? So, tune in for that. That'll be live next Wednesday starting with our pre-show at 9pm Eastern Time and we will see you then so until then y'all come back here This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.